Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better organist. We're your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Usham Motuzaita Pinkavichina. We have over 25 years of experience of playing the organ. And we've been teaching thousands of organists online from 89 countries since 2011. So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today. We hope you'll enjoy it. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 654 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by me, Vidas. Um, I posted my answer in the Total Organist Community Basecamp channel where... I've been asked uh, the question, what have you been struggling with the most in organ playing this week? So I wrote, last week I was struggling to record Trio Sonata number one in E-flat major BWV 525 by J.S. Bach. Somehow I find it easier to play live recitals than to record pieces one by one. I should add, probably not only easier, but more enjoyable. Right, Osha? Yes. You do? Sure. You like um, more playing recitals than recording pieces? Definitely, it's much easier. I wonder why why is this the case with us? Why do we gladly play... Uh, live performance of extended program and struggling uh, record a three or five minute piece well it's easier to play a recital because you have to do it only once but if you start recording like a single piece then you know if you are unhappy about something in it you have to play it over and over again until you get recording that you like And since we both appreciate perfection, right, uh, we can't um, be happy if recording is not perfect, right? Yes, and because you have to start uh, from the beginning each time when you are recording the same piece. After a while, it seems like you know the beginning really well, but you don't know how the ending sounds. Because you never get to the ending. I know what you mean. In the, let's say, five-minute piece of, let's say, one movement from Trio Sonata, it's so easy to play the first page. Your concentration is there. You can focus for that long and not make mistakes. But then you get to the second page... And mistakes might happen. Then you come back uh, and try again. And maybe the first page now goes wrong with some mistakes and the second page is better. It's quite unpredictable. And because you're right, we don't cut and paste recordings. We try to play from the beginning until the end without stopping not uh, paste two 
parts of different recordings. Let's say, uh, let's say the first part was perfect in one session, and uh, the second part was perfect in the second session. So, if if I wanted, I could glue them together with the means of editing software. But I usually don't, because I tend to appreciate live performance. Yes, I think that are more exciting, but also more difficult at the same time. Don't you find it frustrating sometimes? It is frustrating. I, I remember, that's why I wrote my question. I was really struggling to record actually all of the movements, all three of the movements, maybe less so the third one, which is surprisingly strange because the third movement is really fast and uh, and uh, more difficult than the first two, right? Usually, uh, but for me the third went better than the first two, and even the middle movement, which is a slow movement, adagio. I had to repeat them so many times, and was not even able to record it in one day. I had to record it the next day because the first day was not perfect not all of the trio movements the slow movements are so easy for example i struggled a lot with the c majors the second movement because those repeated notes just drove me crazy yes and and especially for for uh, e flat major trio sonata number one uh, the second movement has repeats and for recording purpose, I do, I do repeat. So the piece is twice as long, not five minutes long, but almost ten minutes long. In this case, nine nine point five minutes long, to be precise, and that requires even more focus. And sometimes it's really hard to pick up a right tempo for a slow movement, because you no, know, if you will play it too slow then it will sound boring and everybody will fall asleep. And if you play it too fast, then it might sound unmusical. So it's it's a really a big issue. So what's the solution then? How to how to uh, how to approach this problem to play more live recitals and less record pieces one by one or or to approach recording pieces some, in some different light. I would rather, you know, play more recitals. And then you can cut individual pieces from those uh, recitals, right? Yes, if you would play them well enough. Mm -hmm. That's right. You could, you could effectively actually make less recordings one by one like this but but have more time to prepare for your recitals because uh, let's face it if i spend an hour or 30 minutes just recording one movement from trio sonata that hour was not spent preparing for my next recital that's right Unless I will play that movement in the recital, which I probably will. But my other repertoire is um, probably needing also my attention. Correct? Yes, that's right. 
And would you would you suggest me stop recording and play more recitals or what? Well, I don't think I'm a really good advisor in this case. I think you need to choose for yourself. You are the best advisor because you are the only one in the room beside me. Did would you listen to my advice? Um, depends on which what what advice would you give me. I think you are determined enough you know to do it your way, so no. I will not interfere. No, I in this case I'm I was really thinking about this question whether to record more or play more recitals and that's not only this week's question. I was thinking about it an entire I don't know semester or more uh, starting actually from last year when I started playing recitals and recordings with our new Hauptwerk setup um, I found this problem exactly valuable uh, and worth of my attention because it wasn't it was actually more difficult at the beginning because I wasn't used to rigorous recording sessions last year. Now it's actually easier, but still, still frustrating at times. Well, you know, if you will set yourself a goal, for example, to record one piece each day, doesn't matter what happened, then I think you would become sort of like a really internet organist who would play short, easy pieces in order to be able to record them every day. And then if you will have to play entire recital, I doubt that you can, you know, put the program together out of those short, easy pieces. So I don't think that recording new pieces every day is, you know, a good solution. Maybe you could find some sort of balance between, you know, playing recitals and recording. Uh, I'm not an average organist because I also record uh, tutorials, um, sometimes tutorials of learning new pieces like this trio sonata last week I was recording not only each movement individual but also my step-by-step -step method of mastering these pieces or harmony uh, analysis from hymns as well. Uh, I could actually start learning, uh, you know, wider repertoire, larger repertoire for my upcoming recital. But during that time, I could also record some tutorials, like educational uh, videos from time to time, not to, maybe not necessarily every day, but but whenever time permits and at the end of of that period I could play a recital. Would that be a balance? Yes, I think so. And as you say, we can cut out some pieces from the recital that way to enhance our channels later. If, if you like the quality of the live performance well enough. Yes, that would be a solution. Okay, guys. Things are getting clearer to me. And you really need to send us more questions because, you know, if you will not, Vidas will answer his own questions in our upcoming sessions and podcasts. And that wouldn't be nice. Because those questions will necess not necessarily apply to everybody. 
That's right. Uh, for example, uh, I could answer Osha's questions too, right? Which we will do next in the next conversation. Oh dear. <laughs> so we better go and hunt for some questions. Thank you guys. This was with us. And Osha. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This podcast is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online. It has hundreds of courses, coaching, and practice materials for every area of organ playing. Thousands of instructional videos and PDFs. You will not find more value anywhere else online. Total Organist helps you to master any piece, perfect your technique, develop your sight reading skills, and improvise or compose your own music and much, much more. Sign up and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on Total Organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. If you like our organ music, you can also support us on Patreon and get free CDs. Find out more at patreon.com slash secrets of organ playing. 